0: It's April 14th, 2020, and here is your verse of the day from Genesis. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, Corey here, and I am excited to start a new venture. Today, I want to start a podcast project where I share a verse of the day with you for the next 66 days. Why 66 days? Well, this is where it gets interesting. There are 66 books in the Bible. So I want to share with you a verse that stands out to me from each of the 66 books. This is going to be a challenge in so many ways. The main reason is because there are tons of verses to share from every book of the Bible. So narrowing it down to just one, it's going to be quite the challenge. Now, I may take some breaks here and there and do some other things on the podcast, but the big picture, so you know where we're going, is the verse of the day through the Bible. So let's kick it off with Genesis. Talk about a book with so many verses that could be shared. We could start with Genesis 1.1. We could go to the call of Abraham. There's so many things we could talk about. But the one that I want to share today is Genesis chapter fifty verse 20. Here's what it says. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. This is Joseph speaking to his backstabbing, betraying, weak-minded brothers who sold him into slavery. (laughs) If you don't know the story, that's right. His own brothers sold him into slavery. So back in Genesis 37, Joseph's brothers plotted to kill him because they knew that their dad loved Joseph more than they loved them. And yes, then there's the part about Joseph having a couple of dreams about his brothers bowing down to him, but a plot to kill him because of that? Come on. Well, thank God for Joseph's well, thank God for Joseph's brother Reuben because he's the one who stopped the plot to kill him and convinced him to, well, just throw him into a pit. Well, when Reuben was gone one day, the rest of the brothers decided to sell Joseph to some Midianite traders who were going by for 20 shekels of silver. I mean, it just doesn't get any worse than that. So Joseph's sold into slavery and eventually Joseph is sold again to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh in Egypt. He, The story just even it gets worse because he then gets thrown into jail because Potiphar's wife wants to have this fling with him, but Joseph refuses. So then while he's in jail, he interprets a couple of Pharaoh's dreams and Pharaoh puts him, get this, as second in command over all of Egypt. The only other person in, that had more power than Joseph was Pharaoh. Well, during this time, in that position, Joseph stored up food all over Egypt. And it's a good thing because after seven years of plenty came seven years of famine. Joseph was able to open the storehouses of food and supply food to the people. Well, who out there is suffering during this famine? But Joseph's brothers. So they go to Egypt and... It's there that they see their brother whom they sold into slavery. So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, moving through the story quick, right? So after a few back and forths between Joseph and his brothers, that's where we get to Genesis 50:20. Joseph says this to his brothers. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Now that you've got the background, that verse is a lot more powerful, isn't it? This verse speaks to several things. But for one, Joseph could be a bitter person. He has every right. He could have sent them straight to jail, had them executed, anything. But he knew that all the while, God was in control. Even of the brothers selling him into slavery... And he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God meant for that horrific situation to be for good. For the good of the world. Because Joseph was able to provide food for a suffering world. Know this. This is my encouragement for us today. God is in control and God is good We may not understand present circumstances. We may absolutely question what is going on in our lives, what is going on with us in the world. But as evidenced by this narrative of Joseph, we can trust that God is good and that he is always in control. As Romans 8.28 says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Joseph was able to see the big picture and know that God could be trusted, even in the midst of the storm when he didn't know which way was up. So today, let's trust God. Let's put our faith in him and know that he is good and that he is in control. All right, that's all I have for you today. I'll look forward to talking with you soon.